So this is kind of like a half new episode, half old episode, but the old half old episode. That's already too complicated for me. Whatever. Satisfaction. I wanted to check in real quick again about uh, two things, all right? This is Dragon Ball related. It's the Dragon Ball opening. Uh, basically. So Super Dragon Ball Heroes, uh, episode 11 dropped. I want to talk about that really quick. Uh, I wanted to talk about that really quickly. I also wanted to talk about uh, why there hasn't been any announcement on Dragon Ball Super returning yet. And, you know, um, I don't know how much uh, you guys may have looked into that, but um, looks like that July date looks like that's a no-go, like pretty, pretty firmly. Um, well, firmly, we'll get into it in a minute, but uh, episode 11 of Heroes. Um, a lot of shit going on, huh? Vegeta whooping some ass, some uh, fusion Safarian ass. Final Flash clapped that ass uh, fusion right away. And uh, Kyle Shin shows up. I like that teleport thing, man. Uh, it's kind of a shock that he's never utilized that crazy teleport thing before. Um, unless he has, and I just am ignorant. Probably. So. I also like how they've tied up Jiren effectively uh, in Dragon Ball Heroes. Um. It's like, hey, why don't you just go get Jiren? He can clap all these motherfuckers right out, right? Except that, uh, make him fight the immortal guy, you know? He he blasts uh, Zamasu and smoke clears and Zamasu regenerates. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm fine. Jiren's like, what the hell? I gotta do this more? And then, right when uh, all the villains decide that they're done with Universe 11, they're gonna teleport away, just to spite Jiren, like, they could have done this from the start, right? They could have just Put him in this thing. They put him in a box. They literally put him in a box. Literally popped you in a box and they take off. Ha ha. Topo's like, shit, what am I going to do now? His mustache blows in the wind full of debris and rubble and dust. Uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes is fun, I guess. I mean, what? Eight minutes at a time? It's cool to see Vegeta whoop ass. I'm always down for that. I like any time that Vegeta Trunks and future uh, future Goku, Jesus Christ. I like any time that Goku, Vegeta, and future Trunks can get together. Totally down with that. Any excuse for that? I'm down for. Um, it's been fun. So with that said, that being the only thing we really got on Goku Day. Wow, what a goddamn disappointment, man! They teased a big announcement, like, and I say they, I mean like Toei themselves. Big announcement coming on Goku Day. Everybody look the fuck out. Get excited. And we all thought it could only mean one thing. Because since December, we've been waiting for this announcement. Uh, Jump Festa. Uh, just after Christmas. We expected that to be like a second Christmas gift. No. And that's when we expected the, uh, the return of the show to be in March. Um... So that didn't happen. <laughs> we have some news in April that perhaps a July return now is uh, is the plan and that we should expect an announcement um, maybe in late April. We were thinking maybe for the 30th anniversary of Dragon Ball Z, we could expect an announcement that came and went. All right, maybe a couple of weeks after that on Goku Day, May 9th. No, we got a, just that episode of Dragon Ball Heroes and some announcements about some new merch coming out. So... Um, we're all kind of scratching our heads wondering, is July still the day? 
Now, uh, Therese on uh, Twitter, um, she recently put up a thread a few days after Goku Day, um, you know, addressing the elephant in the room. People are asking. Um, so I wanted to read that, that, excuse me, I wanted to read that thread to you. Uh, Therese, in case you do not know her, she's an administrator for Ken Zenshu. And uh, let me read these for you. Since a lot of people are asking, my feeling right now is that something was lost in translation. Animation started when the sources said it did, but the July drop they were working toward was a PV to kick off the hype tour that will begin with San Diego Comic-Con towards an October debut. So it was basically lost in translation. Uh, PV, I believe in this, uh, I believe is just truncated version of preview, I'm assuming. Um, preview to kick off the hype. So they're saying in San Diego Comic-Con on July 18th through the 21st, uh, we will see, that's what they were saying we'll see in July. Not the premiere of the show, but a um, a preview of a show that will be dropping uh, in October. So, it's possible that they want to make previews from full episodes this time to avoid mishaps like we've seen in the past. Uh, and then she includes a screenshot of, um, you know, the, U, the preliminaries of the Tournament of Power where... Uh, it was very clearly given in the preview that Jiren was supposed to be there, and then a couple episodes later, flash forward, and it's very clearly Tapo. So um, it's possible that they want to make previews from full episodes this time to avoid mishaps like we've seen in the past. The word on the street is that Toei is going above and beyond to get their schedules in order, and this kind of schedule is what its biggest franchise deserves. I understand that. Note, I have not previously put any bets on any announcement dates or even speculated much. This is the first time since the leaks were reported that I have adjusted my thinking on this. The sources really are deep, and I don't think that they were all wrong or fake or lying. So definitely kind of goes out of her way to say, you know, none of us bet or none of us, you know, at least she didn't put an official bet down on when an announcement date would happen, which is probably the case. But um, that isn't to say that uh, they had the most detailed of information, I guess, from the start. All right. Uh, next tweet. The only thing that was ever wobbly, wobbly probably meaning like non are unconfirmed, I'm guessing, or kind of speculative. The only thing that was ever wobbly about this reporting, insofar as I have lent my name to it, was the July launch date. There are several independent sources confirming that a new anime is under production outside the animators who were the sources for the July date. So it sounds like she kind of came under attack for this. Uh, bits that were more wobbly than the July date. So the other things that are kind of even less confirmed than the July date. <laughs> Or at least at that point, I'm thinking. I don't know. Um, let's read it. Bits that were more wobbly than the July date. Shintani is wobblier than July. Example, not as deeply sourced. The claim that there is no Broly retelling. That's super vaguely sourced. The claim that it will be based on the manga. Also vaguely sourced. The claim that it won't be based on the manga. Is also been... <laughs> it's kind of... Uh, back and forth. Uh, that doesn't mean that Shintani is unlikely, but the sources didn't really talk about him much. Language barriers got in the way. Attempts to get confirmation were sometimes a bit forced. It was very much the same with the July business, though that originally came up unprompted. So they're trying to push for confirmation of a July date. Oh, excuse me. They're trying to push for confrontation. Uh, com confrontation. They're trying to push for confirmation of Shintani, and then they kind of like voluntarily give up the July date. And when they gave the July date, they misinterpreted that 
when they said it was July, you'll get a preview of it. They took it as, oh, July, we're, we're going to see it, I'm assuming is what she's saying here. Uh, an October debut would solve a few logistical problems. Kataro can end in October, uh, freeing up the time slot. Most dubs would be about finished by then, including Funimation, uh, which should wrap early in November. Almost all of the sourcing conflicts would be accounted for. Uh, there are a number of people who still believe July is happening. It's possible, but there is good reason to be skeptical that it would be announced so late, like late May, as some are claiming. Uh, why would they keep it secret so long? Every day that goes by makes it less likely, for sure. Uh, continuing on, there are other sources, strong sources, that specifically deny July. I can't interrogate the original sources, but the denials are passed through highly trustworthy people. Maybe that's all a ruse, too. But again, why wait this long to announce? What purpose would it serve? It is my strong suggestion that no one get too worked up over people who have passed on these leaks to the masses. Don't. <laughs> I feel like Therese is doing damage control for people who... Uh, Got a lot of YouTube views uh, off of this news. I feel like that's what she's doing right now. I, I, it is my strong suggestion that no one gets too worked up over people who have passed on these leaks to the masses. In this case, sources ramped up over the course of a few months, and people who are in the know were getting confident enough to leak hints and teases on Twitter. It was going to get out one way or another, and there were quite a few people who could have been the first one to report on the leaks. They're all people that the larger fandom would trust. I personally wouldn't have ever volunteered to be that person. But once it was out, I felt I knew enough to back it up. And now here we are with the July debut looking less likely every day. All we know for a fact is that there's going to be a big promotional push starting in July. If even San Diego Comic-Con falls flat, then we should probably give up on 2019 altogether. <laughs> So not only is she trying to do damage control, I mean, to I guess for herself to an extent, but all larger, for, you know, for people who, um, you know, are still trusted by the larger fandom. But it's like, hey, even if we don't even know that Sandy, she she just said here, if I, all we know for a fact is that there's going to be a big promotional push starting in July. Okay. And then she follows that up to say, if even San Diego Comic-Con falls flat, then we should probably give up on 2019 altogether. What do you mean by falls flat? Like, if they don't say anything at San Diego Comic-Con? Is that what you mean by falls flat? Because that's not falls flat. That's just continuation of this current situation. That's not... Even if we do get a super announcement at San Diego Comic-Con, it's possible we'll be looking at a 2020 date. Broly was announced the year before it came out at Jump Festa in December. We got a teaser a few months later and the first real preview at San Diego Comic-Con. If not October, then maybe January. Uh, my bets are on October because I believe we still have sufficient evidence that animation is underway and has been for a couple of months. With that in mind, July would make for a good, healthy production schedule. October would be downright luxurious. Anything later, incredible. Adding one last note to this thread... It's very possible that we will get an announcement before San Diego Comic-Con, maybe even this month. I definitely would not be surprised. I just think it's too late for them to announce for a July return. It has to be October or maybe even later. I don't... It's possible. So she just... I feel like she's just covering her bases in all kind of aspects here. I don't think we're going to get one, but we could. I mean, yeah. Anyway, last tweet. I don't expect a preview before San Diego Comic-Con for the reasons mentioned above, but a key visual could drop fairly soon. 
We were heard rumors that a key visual already exists. I just don't think July is salvageable as a debut at this point. They can't afford to announce it so late. I feel like um, they could announce it like a day before it fucking airs and everybody will tune in the next day. Like, no questions asked. The audience is back at the fucking drop of a hat. That's what I feel like. I also feel like Therese is somebody I really, really, really respect. And uh, I don't know. I didn't see too many people openly talk about this or address it too much. And like, I looked, man. I fucking looked. Uh, she's one of the only people I saw bring it up and openly talk about the fact that, uh, you know, not that they're wrong, but they may be a little early to the game in terms of reporting. Like, they've known for so long, since Christmas, apparently. And not all of this is just, uh, you know, some lost in translation stuff, I guess. Like, I, I don't know, man. I honestly feel like there's no way Dragon Ball isn't coming back. Okay? I feel like at this point, if it were to come, um, Brandon, of all goddamn people, has been saying it'll come back in 2020 when they get ready to host the Olympics. And I was like, dude, we're not going to go that long without Dragon Ball. You know what, dude? We're almost at 2020. Brandon might be right. And I'd like to further follow that up with the fact that the dubs will be all caught up by the end of this year. Totally lends itself to the idea of um, uh, simul dubs, which I've been talking about since the fucking show was announced to end. Um, I think these things might happen. I still think these things might happen. There's almost no way that Dragon Ball isn't in production right now. I believe that these people know for a fact that Dragon Ball is in production. I, I just feel like um, did uh, now I wonder, did they know for a fact six months ago? That's what I wonder. If they did know for a fact, or they if they didn't know for a fact six months ago, then why were they so quick to be the first ones to report? And then why send Therese out to defend them? I, it's frustrating to me. That's all I'll say. Uh, listen, and over the last couple of months, um, we've obviously had a couple of changes to the show, meaning like we changed where we record, we kind of changed shit that we cover, we're doing more general anime stuff, but... Um, I guess in like the, all of the madness, I kind of didn't realize that we've already hit or we've gone past our 100th episode. I think today might be something like our 103rd or fourth episode. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. And, you know, for a hundredth episode, I would have liked to have done something special. Like, you know, maybe have like a little party, maybe have people come over, like at least Mike or Brandon or Carl, like whatever. Just hundred episodes. Cool. Go us. Alas, here I am. All my friends have jobs. <laughs> oh, whatever. A bunch of dicks. Um, what I did find, though, and I've talked about it a couple of times over the last couple of months because I, th at first I thought I had it, and then I thought I found it, and then I listened to it, and it wasn't what I thought it was. Uh, I thought I had this, like, unreleased Dragon Ball Super Dope, like, recording. Like, it's the first episode me and Mike ever sat down, watched together, and recorded an episode on. It was episode 101. I believe we recorded it on July 30th of 2017. I actually came across this sound when I was doing a little hard drive cleanup the other day. So, I thought it'd be cool. You know, it's, actually, it's it's like early enough in the process we were like still recording the sound of us uh, listening to episodes. 
Um, so you can like hear where you're gonna we're gonna pick up. I'm gonna, you know, I thought it'd be cool if maybe you guys took a listen to it. Unreleased episode. We don't even have a theme song. We just kind of start and we just kind of end abruptly. The audio is, you know, more terrible than usual. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we were still recording audio for when we watched the episodes back then. So I, I was thinking. Uh, for Patreon this week, uh, it's not up there yet, but it will be at some point over this weekend. You can hear uh, the uncut. It's like 45 minutes uh, probably in total of from the first time we hit the mic on for Super Dope. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the first-ish episode we did. Um, apparently, I've always talked like this. And uh, Mike Norm was way more talkative back in the day. It was actually pretty fun. Uh, and then, for whatever reason, at the end, uh, we... we we rounded it out with a song and uh, I hope you enjoy that song. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear all of the sound, um, the episode sound for Dragon Ball Super 101, um, <laughs> whatever, man, you can go check it out on the uh, on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Um, we've got just over 50, uh, you know, extra podcasts over there. And by extras, I mean... Uh, OG Dragon Ball, My Hero Academia, and Death Note. And then we've got like uncut episodes of uh, this podcast here. Uh, that $5 tier, check it out. But um, yeah, here's the first episode of the first unreleased episode of Dragon Ball Super Dope. <laughs> Dig it. Drop, but... Nope, more the same old boring ass verse. Yeah, Don't fall asleep, dude. Mmm. Rocco Taco. Gotta be honest for a sec. I'm not 100% sure we just recorded that. I'm serious. There's a chance. We got too caught up in the episode to stop. You know why? Yeah, I don't see anything moving on that. Yeah, no shit. I don't know what's happening. I see a little tiny bit moving on the bottom line, maybe. Maybe. Check, check, and check, and check. Oh shit! The universe two of love sounds kind of queer. Mm. Universe two is little witch warriors. Don't miss it. Look like at the only ever episode. Don't miss it. Mm-hmm. What if I do? And I don't watch it live. What are you gonna do? Fucking disown me as a fan? <laughs> Not fucking likely. All right, let's see. I'll tell you what, though. I never do watch these things live. And having to scroll through the internet afterwards for, like, the next, whatever, day that it takes me to watch them. I just... It fucking sucks, man. There's a lot of nerds out there just talking shit immediately as the new episode airs. You know, the blinders on, man. No spoilers. Well, no shit. I mean, but you can't tell the fucking fanboys in a Dragon Ball group to not post spoilers. Like, you can post rules up in a Dragon Ball group that says, don't talk about the new shit. But it doesn't matter. Reddit's real on top of that stuff. You could have a spoiler tag. and Really? Yeah. Dude, I wish we were more on top of it. Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Breakdown. I think that's the group of men. I don't think the rules for that. You're going to need to wait like a week until after the episode comes out or something. I don't know what it is, man. But it's really annoying the fact that I fucking 
It's like Saturday night, 12.30. I'm getting home from the bar, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I'm checking Facebook before I go to bed. And then somebody's like, what the fuck happened in this week's episode? Do you see that shit? And I'm like, pissed. Now I don't even want to watch it. <laughs> but whatever. That's not the point. We're here to discuss episode 101. Which is great because we just watched it. Live reacted. We got it all on recording, which was magical. We even reacted to the closing song. That was some good shit, man. Red Lantern Squad. Nah, man, it's not Red Lantern. What are you, silly asses? It's the Pride Troopers, motherfucker. It's Topos and his boys. <laughs> yeah, they remind me of the Ginyu Force. Dude, they are the Ginyu Force. Totally but the Ginyu Force. way better uniforms, much more powerful, and they got Jiren. Right. I'm kind of pissed that we, I mean, it's cool that we got five of the fucking Pride Troopers out of the way. You know, the five knockoff guys, whatever. That fucking oh, tornado yeah. guy, that whole episode. That guy was a creep. It wasn't, it was more than being a creep, dude. That was just. You're annoying. I get it. You fucking spin around really fast. Right. Oh, man. But whatever. I'm glad Jiren. we knocked five of those assholes out of here. I just want to see Jiren do his thing. Yeah, man. I don't know who he reminds me of. He's got, like, that baby face, kind of alien-looking thing going oh, on. Oh, yeah, man. He's like, uh, he's like a gray alien. Yeah. He's a, he's the gray. How do you spell that? Uh, G-R-E-Y? Probably in Britain. I don't know. Yeah, on this side, it's A-Y. Regardless, dude, that guy has told Goku to go fuck himself more than a couple times <laughs> in this tournament, and we're only like two and a half minutes in. It's awesome. Like Roger. Roger who? American Dad. Oh, Roger yeah. Yeah, great like Roger from American <laughs> Dad. Good call. But, you know, muscles and black and red spandex, fucking ass-kicking spacesuit. Oh, yeah. He's ready to hand out justice. That was one of my favorite lines, though, was <laughs> number 18's line. Fucking... Can we can we cut down on the justice? <laughs> can we stop all the justice? Yeah, that was good. Uh, she's mom, man. You don't want to fuck with her. No, man. Not only does she kick some ass, but she's giving birth, which is a miracle given that she's, you know, half cyborg. Yeah, I'm not even going to question that. <laughs> yeah, no. There's a lot of things you just don't question <laughs> in Dragon Ball, and 18 is certainly one of them. Yeah. But I'm excited to see her kicking some ass. She's knocked a few people out. She's looked good. According to next week's preview, it looks like 17 and Goku about to go back to back and whoop some ass. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, 17 is a fucking interesting character. Now, the way they reintroduced him, hmm. he's just been living on Earth, all quiet, protected in some wild range or whatever. Wildlife fucking reserve. Right. You haven't seen that one. I think I've seen when they picked him up in the island or something. Yeah, and they go and have Goten and Trunks fill in for him. Yeah, that's it. So they're just going to be running around. Blasting poachers. That's gonna be funny. Fucking up dinosaurs. Episodes, man. That's gonna be like some original Dragon Ball type of shit. Palling I mean, around. Well, that's the thing, man. They really cut down on the palling around episodes. Okay. It's like, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty badass. It's, it's much more streamlined Dragon Ball. It's like a big fight scene. Well, this one is, man. This is like... This is unprecedented territory for Dragon Ball. The Battle Royale thing. Like Once they announced the tournament, everyone was like, Ah, no. We've seen this happen a billion goddamn times. But this Battle Royale format and, you know, 80 people duking it out, super limited time. We've seen some cool shit happen, man. Dragon Ball Super to this point, just over 100 episodes has been some... For me, man, it's been Dragon Ball fanboy pornography. Right. It's all the badass stuff from Dragon Ball Z. It's all the funny stuff from Dragon Ball. Put into, like, a kind of... I don't know, like a fun but kick ass format. Yeah. This tournament's dark though, like literally. 
Yeah. Lots of clouds, lots of smoke, lots of shit going on, lots of things getting blown up. Lots of gods talking smack on the bench area. <laughs> I really hope that the Pride, well, I mean, maybe not the Pride Troopers, but I can't wait to see what happens when the next universe gets raced. Because you watched that one with me just a minute ago. When Universe, I think it's Universe 9 gets raced. Yeah. And the angel at the end of it smiles. And, you know, there's a lot of internet speculation where it's like these angels and the grand priest or whatever the hell his name is, like, they're just out to destroy all the universes of any, you know, strong potential beings that could rival the gods. They're just trying to fuck shit up. Right. Okay. Cut out the competition. Yeah, man. Equal the scales. But I want to see another universe get lit up. And by lit up, I mean erased. Mm-hmm. And see if an angel, you know, gives like a devious, uh, dark fucking half smile. Mm-hmm. I want to see that! Well, I want to see that angel! You think they're all in on it? I mean... What? You think they're all in on it? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the arrangement of the tournament is... Everybody gets erased. Gods of Destructions, the Kaioshins. All of them get erased except the angels. And it's been said before, when a god of destruction ceases to exist, the angel is basically deactivated. So I'd assume that means they come back whenever the next god of destruction is activated. I imagine, like, the guy from the angel from Universe 9, whatever the heck his name is, he's probably still sitting on the bench until the fucking conclusion of the tournament. But that's just assuming that there's not some sort of nefarious scheme. To kill all the strong motherfuckers in the galaxies. They're up to something, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, dude, there's a lot of shit going on, man. I don't know what it is, but I don't trust that Grand Priest guy, man. He's a cocky little piece of shit. Zeno is basically a child. Now there's two children. Hmm. That's interesting, man. I just... I don't know. There's something there. But I like the fact that there's been communication and teamwork between universes. Like, we saw the Saiyans from Universe 6 today team up with Goku in 18 and whomever to get out of that gym today with the pride troopers and they took all five pride troopers like six and seven you'd think kind of have each other's back a little bit there's a lot of mutual respect between the saiyans kava and vegeta definitely hit and goku have a ton of respect for one another frost and frieza have some kind of weird you know they they do like um in the, i don't know if you saw this one but in one of the early early episodes of the tournament like frost and frieza walk up to each other and they're like hey what's up you look like me yo you a bad motherfucker all right we're gonna join up forces all right, watch other's backs. Cool. So there's a lot of reciprocation, a lot of respect between the two universes. So the fact that those two are working together this early in the tournament is a good sign. I think ultimately, whoever the heck is going to be remaining from all the universes, I have to imagine that Jiren and Topo from Universe 11? I don't know. There's a lot of numbers to remember. Whatever universe they're from. Um, you have to understand, or you have to expect that, you know, they hang on later on in the tournament. Like, they said it, too, at a certain point. You're like, X amount of warriors just dropped out. Now this is where the real fight begins. The serious fighters are left. So they're going to have to work together. They're going to have to... And they're going to work together in terms of, like, universes teaming up. And that's like a pre... You know, that's like a foreshadowing or a precursor for them having to team up to defeat these evil-ass angels at the end. Hmm. That's going to be kick-ass. Who do you think the the final ten are going to be? Uh, Goku, Vegeta, Jiren, Topo, uh, Kale, um, so that's five right there, right? Gohan's yeah. gotta be in there. Maybe, oh shit, no, but there's too many fucking Universe 7 people in my already top ten. No kidding. Alright, so if we're whittling down to a top ten in the Universe of Power, I gotta go Goku, Vegeta, obviously, yeah. Jiren, Topo, that's four, hit, absolutely fucking hit, 
That's five. Kale, that's six. I don't think Gokhan will still be there. Maybe he will. I'm not, I mean, it's He's tough been to. He's been training. He's like, yeah, but it's tough to really determine what Gohan's going to actually do. Because the teamwork bunch, he's probably like the best. Yeah, he's been milking that teamwork thing, man. It's been him, Master Rosie, Tian, and Piccolo just standing back to back for six goddamn episodes. Yeah, and they're going to be fresh when the shit really goes down. Which would be good. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Maybe that kind of works Gohan in there. So that's seven. Frieza, because he's a strong motherfucker. Who else do we got, though? I mean, there's still some characters that we haven't met yet. Based on that preview from next week, they're going to be battling some Sailor Moon-looking motherfuckers, yeah, some huh? girls with some long hair who are above the universal love or whatever. Hmm. I don't know. I would say at least those eight, though. Definitely, definitely those eight. That's two from Universe 6. That's four from Universe 7. You can't imagine Frieza's still in there. Maybe he is. And Vegeta's not or something like that. Yeah. Gotta be some kind of big old ass sacrifice. Yeah, that's probably what Gohan's gonna do. Gohan. <laughs> You're gonna take a bullet at the last minute or something. Come out of left field. Sacrifice himself. I was really hoping this would be the week where we see Jiren and Goku go at it. But apparently they're elongating the shit even further. I don't know man I just know that I can't wait to see Because they're going to have Their filler episodes Next week looks like It's going to be a filler episode You're going to fight some You know Long haired Elf looking chicks From the Universal Love Like Alright I get it You guys want to sell Some more toys You guys want to sell Some more characters And Dokkan Battle Yo dude I play a lot of Dokkan Battles Expendables You know Some red shirts Oh absolutely man They got to fucking fill it out But I just want to see Jiren and Goku actually go at it because, you know, the other big internet rumor and it's because of the opening of, you know, this current series with uh, Limit Break. They're talking about Goku getting a new form. Some kind of Limit Breaker form and it's like that red aura and then it, the little shot in the opening is like, you know, they, his hair comes up over his eye, you know, up reveals his eye and the motherfucker's winking at you or whatever. Huh. You think it's going to be different than Ultra? Ultra Super Saiyan Yeah man I don't know Like That whole kill thing There's a couple Of interesting things Going on there Because Today They did the Ultra Super Saiyan thing Like she's got control She is lucid She can understand And recognize people She's not going all Buck wild Yelling For fucking 15 goddamn minutes Which is wonderful But I don't know What's gonna happen And I mean How do you explain that It's almost like a it's almost like the ultimate Super Saiyan form that Cauliflower had a couple episodes back where she's basically Super Vegeta all jacked up on the muscles sacrifices speed ties out real quick it's not quite Super Saiyan 2 it's like that step between Super Saiyan 1 and Super Saiyan 2 so I don't know if that was like uh, I, I don't know but then Vegeta also throws that line in where he's like Kakarot be, be careful that might be the Saiyan's true form Right. like what does that mean the true form there's been a couple of things made about these people, these Saiyans from Universe Six, and that, you know, they don't have tails. Basically, they've, uh, they're they're more evolved Saiyans in that they've grown beyond needing the Azura technique. They don't gotta turn into giant monkeys to fuck up a planet. They can just do it because they're already powerful. Hmm. And they learn how to turn Super Saiyan by watching Goku and Vegeta do it with like one GD tongue. No kidding. And like, it's just much easier for them. Like the Kale thing, that was like a genuine Super Saiyan struggle thing, I guess. But I. I, I don't know. It's... A lot of people are pissed, man. Hmm. A lot of people are upset about this in the fandom. Kind of just coming up with stuff out there. 
I mean, sort of. I mean, so much of that first Kale episode is a callback to the first Broly movie. All of it. Vegeta fucking like, oh my god, what a monster. You know, on the fucking mm-hmm. sidelines. Goku throwing a full force command man wave at the motherfucker's face. But at the end of it, Jiren just stepped in and took care of business. Okay, backhanded. Not even, dude. He just like shot out a quick and then that bitch floated and then he went and then boom dead not dead but incapacitated told you she was gonna come back I told you real quick with the quickness real quick with the quickness Alright, man. Well, I don't know what's going to happen with next week's episode. I just want to make sure that this Sailor Moon shit don't fucking drag out too long. No, I think they'll take them out quick. That whole universe is going to be the next one to go. Bye-bye, love universe. Never running from a big fight. She is the one called Sailor Moon. She can always something back on her friends. Being in a man of the pain. Been a while, I mean, she is the one called Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. She's gonna get her ass kicked by Goku. Oh, Goku. She's gonna get her ass kicked by Goku. Bye, Goku. See you next time. Long ago, seven Dragon Balls were forged and scattered over the face of the planet. Once united, the eternal dragon will be called forth to grant the discoverer a single wish. Too much at the end there. No, dude, that was perfect. <laughs> I really felt your accents. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the first unreleased episode of Dragon Ball Super Dope. Want to hear the uncut version? Want to hear the episode sound? Want to hear us mumble and bitch and moan through an episode of Dragon Ball Super? Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Uh, if you got to the end here, I appreciate you. Uh, make sure you, if you haven't already, hopefully you already have done this. Um, if not, and like you're new or you just accidentally happened upon this, I'm sorry. Or uh, rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all those motherfucking places where the podcasts live. Um, that's it. Super Dope. I'm going to go work now. So I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to sing the thing at the end because it's a beautiful day. I don't want to go hang out at a comic store, man. You know what? I got to get myself a hand, right? Da-na-na-na.